1: Welcome to the RotoWire DFS podcast brought to you by FantasyDraft.com. Use the promo code ROTOSCORE for a 100% deposit bonus over at FantasyDraft.com. I'm your host, Josh Hayes, joined as always by Benny Ricciardi as we break down the Wednesday NBA DFS slate. You can always find Benny on Twitter at BennyR11 and over at RotoCurve, RotoWire, and as featured right on the DraftKings playbook. And you can also follow me on Twitter at Josh JoshHayesFS. Benny, welcome to another week,
2: another day, another dollar. For DFS action? Yeah, we actually have a pretty big slate tonight. Uh, 11 games on tap, 22 teams going. You know, a lot of ways to go, a lot of injury news, a lot of stuff that's popping up. So, you know, we got a lot to talk about today. All right, cool.
1: Yeah, and um, you know we're gonna break down all the information that you need to get involved in the cash games and in the, the GPPs. Give you our top options here um, for mostly DraftKings pricing, but we t- we talk some Fanduel, we talk some fantasy draft. We get it. We try to mix it up here a little bit, and uh, we also want to let you know that the uh, RotoWire DFS podcast is available on iTunes and Stitcher for your downloading convenience. So um, if you want to. Leave a message here on there. Uh, once you give us five stars, we definitely appreciate that. If you, just want to, if you just want to give us five stars and not leave a message, that's fine too. Whichever you prefer. We, we definitely appreciate it. All right, let's go ahead and start up top at the point guard position here, Benny, and talk about your top options for cash games and GPPs.
2: Yeah, I actually like some of the cheaper guys a lot here today. Um, so let's start down there, and then we can talk about some of the guys up top who you know, we think might be able to make value. But we got Jameer Nelson down there, who's been playing very well. Last, uh, you know, four of his last five games, he's got 33 fantasy points or more. He's doing it for about 5K. And remember, I mean, Moutier's out right now. You know, we got the the four games of the last five that he played well. He's played 42, 40, 45, and 32 minutes. The one game that he didn't reach value, he still put up 20 DraftKings points, which isn't horrible. And um, he only played 23 minutes when he did it. Didn't score a point against Cleveland, who's a pretty solid defensive team. But Denver's been one of those teams that's been playing fast. They've been playing up-tempo. You know, they've been losing games like 112, 106, 111, 108, 110, 103. So they're putting points up on the board. And as long as he's on the court and is a square price, I definitely think he's somebody you got to consider.
1: Yeah, Jameer Nelson continues to be a strong play, so I- I'll be in there uh, de- um, definitely on that action. And Ricky Rubio is always a guy that I, li- I like to target on the defensive end. Uh, for whatever reason, uh, the-, the Minnesota Timberwolves have a reasonable, um, uh, you know. Uh, DVP at the point guard position. too. I would I would have thought it would have been bottom five with Ricky Rubio. So maybe there's some some health defense or a little bit more credit uh, to Zach Levine in the mix there with Ricky Rubio. You know, playing 20 minutes uh, ish here and there in different spots. So taking a look at this here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Uh, ninth worst in um, fancy points allowed to the to the point guard position. So that's more than fair for what I think is a pretty um, you know bad matchup uh, defensively for other teams, or good matchup, depending if you look at it as a person who's rostered Jameer Nelson. So I like that play there as well. I want to quickly talk about up top here um, with the chalk with Russell Westbrook. A lot of people got invested, uh, and nobody like got totally burned uh, overall, but this was like a, a little bit of a surprise uh, that he struggled the way that he did um, in that in Sacramento game. Did put up 15 assists to help save um, his overall value there, but did struggle from the field to 17 points. We we're probably looking for 30-plus in that spot, but did come up with 50 fantasy points. Are you willing to go back to the well Excuse me, against the Memphis Grizzlies um, if K- uh, KD is uh, ruled out for the second straight game with that toe issue?
2: Yeah, they're actually saying that there's a good chance that KD is out. And, I mean, here's here's the problem with West, with Russell Westbrook. Last night, he went 17 points, 15 assists, 8 rebounds, and a steal. Now, by any metric that you think of, that's a huge game. Like, that's a game that we would take from any other player in a second. Uh-huh. But from him, that's only 50 fantasy points. And I say it like that, not to be a jerk, but, like, 50 fantasy points is not enough. You know, uh-huh. you're you're paying... On DraftKings, you are paying almost eleven K for him right now. You know, same thing over on FanDuel. He's close to twenty. I think he might even be over twenty K over on fantasy draft. Like for the amount of money that you pay for this guy, if he doesn't get you sixty, he really did kind of underperform. You know, and that's something that you know I, the way I kind of look at it is if you played Russell Westbrook last night you probably had to play one of the other value, most likely one of the value point cards is the way most people went. So you played like a a Patty Mills or a a Shane Larkin, um, you know, or or a Mario Chalmers, who was the guy that I actually played, which worked out well. So the way you got to kind of think of it is you take the 10,000 or $11,000 that you pay for Westbrook and you add it to the four or $5,000 that you pay for that cheap punt guy that you have to take in order to fit him in. Uh Now, when you look at Westbrook's 50, you have to say, okay, if I take his 50 along with the 15 or 20 or 30 points that I got from one of those other guys, you know, you wind up with a total score of 80 for those two players. Then you have to say to yourself, okay, for $15,000, what could I have gotten for, you know, could I have found two $7,500 guys that got me 35 to 40 points that could have outscored those guys? And if you don't get that, 60 points or more from Westbrook most of the time the answer to that equation is you could have found another way so I like Westbrook I always like Westbrook without the rant I don't love the matchup against Memphis even though Conley's a little banged up so I don't think you have to use him is he a play that I would use yeah I mean I think I would use him in cash I think he's safe for 50 fantasy points but I don't know if he's going to give you that tournament upside where he goes first I mean he basically needs about 70 points to be a a value-added player in a tournament for you, which we know he's capable of. We've seen him do it before. It's just I feel like it's, you know, you're going to need him to have a really, really good game, and you're not going to get a much better matchup than he had last time against Sacramento, who's a team that, you know, plays up pace and everybody's been doing it, and he didn't do it last time. So I do have a little bit of concern with using uh, a Russell Westbrook, to be honest. I think there are other ways you can go about it. Um, you know, there are there are other guys that I like here as well. I mean, you got Kemba Walker going up against Phoenix. You know, point guards have been dominating against Phoenix. Kemba's been playing well. He's about $3,000 over on DraftKings less, about I think about $3,000 on FanDuel less as well. Um, I like a guy that, who I know you hate Ricky Rubio, but he's been putting numbers up lately. I mean, he's been putting up 40 uh, you know, 35-40 fantasy points in you know, five of his last six games. So that's somebody that you got to respect whether you like his real-life game or not. He's somebody that can put up some numbers. And then even if you go down and look at the the duo on New Orleans, you know, you got Norris Cole who's been like below $4,000 putting up 30 to 40 fantasy points in his last three games, you know, playing 30, 35 minutes doing so. And then even Drew Holiday who's getting a few more minutes now, you know, putting up 25 to 30 fantasy points and doing so at only about 5K. I mean, I think there are other guys that are cheaper that you can, you know, put together and, you know, get a, get a big score out of. So I don't think you have to use Westbrook. If I did use him, like I said, I like him more for cash than I do for tournaments.
1: All right. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, he's definitely a consistent producer. In terms of you know fifty fantasy points plus, um, but at a very expensive price tag, so I think I would just you know w- with an eleven game slate like this, I don't have to be all in against Memphis. Is 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 my sort of thing. like yeah. yesterday, I think there was just max exposure and you needed to get in there. But you know with the Grizzlies defending the point guard position well, I think fifth best in the NBA, and you know that they play a slow place. So I'm just not excited about that 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 pick overall. Uh, I wonder what would have happened if you went for forty. And, um, you know, with 10 assists and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. and um, you know, then we probably might be talking about a different narrative. But, you know, yeah. it, Russell Westbrook has been a fairly streaky guy overall. So uh, I'm okay uh, swerving away from that. Next question I have to you is how viable do you believe Jeremy Lin to be if they still have an injury to uh, Nicholas Batum in this match? I mean, he played – he's been playing 30-plus minutes in three straight games. But the mm-hmm. production overall – has been at best 5.8 times value and a little bit disappointing with just 18 fantasy points against the Golden State Warriors, this former team, um, sort of. You know, he wasn't on that team for long. Um, but, uh, you know, you, you sort of thought that you could have got more fantasy value from him overall. Are you out on Jeremy Lin? The, the only thing that interests me here is Phoenix is, to me, right now, the worst team in the league.
2: Yeah, I mean, with with what they're throwing out there on the floor at the moment, they're pretty bad. I, I just, I'm not a huge Lin fan. Mm-hmm. Um, like if I was getting him still at like 42, 4,300 down in that range, I'd be okay rolling him. Is he back? He's still above like 5k right over on DraftKings, I think, um, uh, yeah, like he's 56. 56. Yeah, yeah. 56 His last game. <coughs> Excuse me. To me, I just think that's a little bit too expensive. I don't think he has safety or upside at that price. You know, like I said, when he was in the 46, $4,700 range, I'm cool with it. But you need him to get you like 30, 35 fantasy points. And I don't think that's a lock by any stretch of the imagination. So to me, I'm kind of out on him. I'm going to be honest.
1: All right, fair enough. Uh, I think I'm going to sort of wait wait it out just a little bit and um, see – how that ends up panning out in the next matchup there, uh, overall. But you know this could be a, a spot here where you just blow up uh, against Phoenix because they're pretty much bad at every every position. You, you know you can even mm-hmm. t- attack PJ Tucker because their overall defense is so terrible. And you know Jeff yeah. Hornsack is to me on like on the you know the the wash list to get to get axed every second now and any yeah. second now. I know they're sort of making excuses for him left and right, but to me he's lost the team and uh, that. Roster is is playing
2: absolutely horrible. Yeah. Now, now. I I actually have a question for you about this because this has been something that I've been thinking about in the past couple days. Uh huh. We both agree that Phoenix is horrible right now, right? The the worst for me. Yes. Well, the worst. I completely agree. Like the the worst, pretty much. Uh Are you getting close to a point where you're starting to worry about using guys against them because of blowouts? I mean, this is a team that just lost by twenty. Scoring only 77 points against the Lakers.
1: Yeah, well, it depends because, you know, like in that spot, for example, Lou Williams crushed it. Yeah, you know, and then you had like Larry Nance Jr. They're targeting Scrubs since the Stars. So, That's what I'm saying. Uh, I, so right now, I'm actually enjoying it right now, and I'm, and I'm targeting it, uh, those spots. Now, if you get into a, like a quality-grade team like a San Antonio, San Antonio Spurs, I probably wouldn't play any Spurs against Phoenix because you just know that there's no chance Kawhi Leonard and company are not playing in the fourth quarter you yeah. know so that, like, that you need it, a middle of the road team that can't blow teams out you know and um or not middle, or less than a middle of the road like a bottom 10 team where you can like t- take some scrubs that you normally would be fading mm-hmm. and say this guy's value today cuz it's Phoenix yeah
2: and, you, well, know, so. you you actually just made a good point there which is kind of where I was going with this as well I almost feel like it's better to take Some of the cheaper options when you're going up against Phoenix, as Mm -hmm. opposed to like maybe taking like a Jeremy Lin as opposed to a Kemba Walker, right? Because you you know you might not get Kemba in the fourth, and for Mm -hmm. Kemba to pay off his I don't know somewhere around like eight thousand dollars, depending what site you're playing on. I mean, you need forty something fantasy points for him, and I don't know if you get that if Kemba plays maybe twenty six minutes since the fourth quarter or something like that. You know, he could still have a good game, but he would have to go off. To do that in, you know, two and a half quarters of work. Whereas like, you know, if you get 25 to 30 minutes out of Jeremy Lin at 5k, he can get you that 30 in a bad matchup. So just something to keep in mind because, you know, right now, Phoenix really is that bad. Yeah, they are
1: terrible right now, and yeah, you do have to worry about blowout potential at this spot. But you know, I always still say the same thing for the most part with blowout potential is like when the team gets popped like that. Usually, the player that you used, as long as they are, uh, have a consistent role, probably met value uh, overall, and with some with some with some upside to to exceed that, and some smaller upside, I guess to um, you know maybe miss their value because they missed out on the fourth quarter numbers, and you know. But usually, when that happens, mm-hmm. they they break out to a twenty point lead. You're 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 okay to happy with uh, what they gave you in, in terms of fancy value, um in your in your lineup at least for cash games. All right, small forward. I'm sorry, shooting guard up uh, next here, Benny. Let's go ahead and talk about your top options for Wednesday here.
2: Yeah, I don't want to pay up at the shooting guard spot here today. Um, you got Tyreek Evans banged up, who might not even play, which would you know kind of help the Norris Cole and, and Drew Holiday stuff. Uh, De Rosen is getting a little bit expensive. He's going up against Boston. I mean, against Brooklyn. He's got a little bit, you know, I like him a little bit. Will Barton has taken a hit for me with Gallinari back. I think he's just a little bit too expensive to keep rolling out there. Um, I still like him. I still think he's going to do okay. I just don't, I'm just not willing to pay the price that they're asking for him now. Um, you know, especially with Gallo back. I think the last game, you know, we talked about this on the NBA pod yesterday, you know, he played 50 minutes the game before. Last game, he had a, a bad shooting game, so they probably just, you know, he's probably going to do better than he did the last game, but I don't think he's going to get his numbers back up to where they were. So I don't think you can spend on him. You know, McCullum loses a lot of luster now that uh, Lillard's back as well. So I don't really want to pay up for any of the guys on top. I'm hoping that some of the injury value that we've seen in the last couple days sticks around. If Avery Bradley stays out, I'd be willing to roll Evan Turner out there again. Um, He's put up a couple good games in a row, had 36, 24, 27, 36, 24, 31 fantasy points in his last four games. You know He's bumped up from the 20-minute-a-game mark to the 30-minute-a-game mark with Avery Bradley out, so I'd be willing to roll him. Um, If Elf Payton stays out, you got 37 fantasy points for 5,500 in two of the last three games out of Victor Oladipo. Who was starting at a you know point guard? So I think he would be um, you know another guy that I'd be willing to roll and uh, you know and look for again there as well. And um, then the other guy who I like is you know somebody who just gets a lot of minutes and a lot of shots, and that's uh, KCP from Detroit. He's put up 30 fantasy points in three straight games. He's averaging 37 minutes per game, so you know he's basically giving you right a little bit less than a, a point per minute. But at 5K, if he's going to be playing 37 minutes and putting up 30 plus fantasy points. You know, I think he's another guy that I like, so I'm looking in that 5K range, probably trying to save a little bit at shooting guard today.
1: All right, I think that makes a lot of sense overall. Victor Oladipo to me is going to be one of my picks to click here. Um, got the start, uh, I believe, in favor of Alfred Payton. Uh, so, and then put up 18 and 7 with five assists and two steals and a tray, good for 37.7 fantasy points. Um, two out of the last three games, he's gotten 37 fantasy points, but this time he gets, you know, an extra three and a half minutes or, or, or whatever, um, in the in the road matchup against Detroit, and it priced at 5400. So his, that's his first start since, um, you know, November 25th in the lineup, and it looked like it, it, uh you know, paid off value. And, you know, if you throw out the Cleveland game, um, which was a blowout for them there, that's six and a half times value or better in two of the last three contests as well. And people have been out on him for the most part because he's, quite frankly, stunk uh for you know the better part of a of a month or th- or two weeks ish. So Victor Oladipo right now I think the window is open for business uh, for him to sort of return fancy value because you know uh the Orlando Magic have been fairly disappointed from what they've got from him overall they're trying to get him jump started and so far it looks like um it may pay off dividends for him getting the starts over at the Point guard Point guard position over um Payton. So something to pay attention to there. Before we move forward here, do you want to touch on any other shooting guards? I think you covered it, but just wanted to double check.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, like I said, that five thousand dollar range is where I see a lot of value, and that's probably mm-hmm. where I'm going to be looking with one of those three guys, depending on how the injury news works itself out.
1: All right, fair enough. And by yeah, by the way, the lineup lock has been crazy the last couple of days as well. Yes. So. It has. Um, yeah, so just beware of that. Um, wanted to let you know here quickly, we've been talking about projections and players to play and, you know, who can meet value there as well. Um, and you know the way that you can do this very easily is for do it f- uh, the way we do it for free by using the RotoWire uh, uh, lineup optimizers here for MD- NBA or and uh, all our projections here. You can check it out for free at RotoWire.com/pod. Lineup optimizers for not just NBA but Major League Baseball, NFL, NHL, college football, and soccer. Up to the minute depth charts, customizable league projections, and complete draft kits for all the major sports: NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL in online and magazine format. There as well, along with um, much, much more. So if you want to uh, check that out, you can do so on a free 10-day trial, rotowire.com slash pod. Tell them Josh and Benny sent you, and you enjoy the, the uh, information and analysis that, that we help use build our own DFS lineups. All right, we will move forward to the small forward position, Benny, and talk about your
2: top options here. Okay, um, not this one's a little bit tough. I mean, I've been rolling out Gordon Hayward a lot lately, but I'm not rolling him out against Kawhi Leonard defense. Um, You know, Kawhi Leonard's getting a little bit expensive. I don't know if I want to roll him out in that game either. You got Carmelo going up against Miami. Miami's a slow-paced, you know, good defensive team, so you don't want him. There's a good chance that Durant's going to be out. There's a good chance that Batum's going to be out. So you're really losing a lot of top options that aren't in great spots. Mm -hmm. Um, I think LeBron against Washington is an interesting one. He hasn't really been making value lately, but we know Washington is a high-paced team. Um, again, if I'm going to spend up 10k for a superstar though, I'd probably rather go to Russell Westbrook. So I don't think I'm going to be looking at the, at, at LeBron either. Um, so basically the guys who I, I have on my list, um, Danilo Gallinari going up against Minnesota since returning from injury in the last two games, he's been putting up, you know, five, six, seven X kind of numbers. So he's somebody that I have at the top of my list. Uh, also really like Jay Crowder, um especially in cash games. He's a guy I've been using a lot in cash games. Mm -hmm. He's one of the few Boston Celtics that gets consistent minutes. So I think that he's somebody who's safe that you can roll out there. Uh, Otto Porter had a bad game in his last one, but he had like four or five really good games in a row before that. (coughs) Excuse me. Washington was really bad in that last game. So I'm willing to give him a, you know, another chance and another look at the mid-range. And then there's two guys towards the low end who I've been rolling out there, um, wanted to get your opinions on them because they've been putting up some decent numbers recently. And I think that they're two guys that are worthy of consideration and that like punt play kind of status for, for the cheap option that you need on your roster. One of them is Joe Johnson, uh, especially now that Jared Jack's gone, you know, had a really good game yesterday. It's been putting up some decent numbers lately. And the other one is Mirza Teletovic, um, who, Teletovich, however you say that name, um, who has Teletovic. been putting up some, yeah, who's been putting up some really good numbers himself and has been getting more time and has been going like five six seven x the last couple games so to me i think that that's probably the list you know the the lower end guys i really like to fit in there as salary savers and then if i wanted to spend up or if i could afford to spend up you know i'm probably looking at the guys in like that you know gallinari would probably be the most expensive or like a guy like a crowder or a porter who um you know has been returning good value for you lately as well
1: All right, so I think I'm on the other side of the fence here with uh, LeBron. I prefer actually LeBron over Russell Westbrook today because of the slower pace and the Memphis defense, which we said has, you know, who defends the point guard well. Meanwhile, um, Otto Porter and Washington has been bottom two in fantasy points allowed to the small forward position all season long. So, I mean, he's been an absolute turnstile. So I would actually rather in this spot to prefer to pay up. Having said that, he does have a better, uh, you know, like cast of uh, characters at his disposal that have been um you know returning fantasy value kyrie irving is, is playing much better overall but i think it's probably going to come a little bit more at the expense of kevin love than it will at the expense of lebron james uh there as well and it is a road matchup uh, there as well so um and if you saw what they did what um cleveland did to, to toronto they're starting to send a statement now that they've got all almost all the weapons on deck here 22 point smackdown on Toronto for Monday's action. So uh, Mm -hmm. this could be a start of like them, you know, getting the train rolling, like the fans have been waiting all season there as well. So I would probably prefer to be invested on LeBron uh, versus Russell Westbrook for today. And I could definitely be wrong um in that spot we've seen that happen there as well um as far as your cheaper options i do like uh joe johnson i think he's gonna have to step up and become a bigger scorer you You like what he did and we know that demar Carroll's not completely healthy so not worried about um his uh, matchup on the defensive end there as well as far as super cheap here this is probably a gpp only play for sure but aaron gordon up to the last game against detroit um had been you know returning somewhere between 5.3 and 7.2 um x on that price tag there overall, and the price hasn't really elevated. It might go back down because you know he got 25 minutes and only scored two points and three rebounds. But before that, he was you know double digits in points, seven rebounds, chipping up in chipping uh, in in the assist category. He had two blocks against Brooklyn uh, there as well. So he's a guy that I like to to get uh, more minutes um in in that spot and i think he's a, a great super salary saver if you paired him with like lebron or if you decided to use russell russbuck and wanted to get back into the more of a reasonable range salary wise are you um i and i sort of um prefer him a little bit over uh, toletovic overall but toletovic has been the more consistent option and not much more um expensive but i don't expect you know him to be under 4k uh, anymore after 3 straight games of you know um 23 fancy points or more in this spot so you can get a little bit better deal on Aaron gordon but Teletovich, i do like that call in terms of uh gpp fancy value what, what do you think about Aaron gordon he are you worried about that last game or are you i actually like you know getting him into the line because he is going to be going up against four so he's not going to be playing the three as long as tobias harris is on the floor and i believe he spent half his minutes playing with tobias harris mm-hmm. so um in or out on gordon
2: um I mean, I'll keep him on the list as a guy I look at. I got to be honest, I don't really play him all that often. Um, so I, I would really have to kind of dig into it a little more. But, you know, the numbers that he's been putting up lately have been fine. So we can't really argue with it.
1: Yeah. And by the way, Jay Crowder, to me, best cash game call that you can make.
2: on this yeah. I'm, I'm... He's just he he doesn't have the upside where I really want to roll him in tournaments, really. But he's just he's so consi- he's the only guy on Boston, really, who gets consistent minutes. You know, he's playing like 30 minutes a game. And he's putting up some points, getting some rebounds. He does a little bit of everything. So that's why I kind of like him. And, you know, like I said, he's been a guy I've been rolling in cash a lot this season. So I think he's definitely viable there.
1: Yeah, I think it's definitely a great call there as well. And something else is that is also a great call many here is getting involved in fantasydraft.com here. So if you haven't done so for DFS contests yet and you're uh, struggling with some of your lineup decisions there, you haven't been able to make all the salaries work out, well, their flexible lineup format gives you the freedom to choose all the players that you love to watch. Largest payouts on in the industry, uh, uh, as far as we can tell here, with at least 25% of their uh, largest guaranteed contests or more. Um, being uh, you know paid out in their payout zone, you never have to worry about competing against the same player hundreds of times because they had set a low entry cap at just 20 entries per user in any contest. But that should help put you in the best position to win. So they've got great value. They're they're uh, big proponents of you know randomly running um, rake free contests um, at any point to sort of give even more money back to the to the players. And they love to put players first. So head over to fantasydraft.com today and find out more uh, how you can take advantage using the promo code RotoScore for a 100% deposit bonus over at fantasydraft.com. All right, power forward up next. Let's talk about your top options here.
2: Okay, I mean, the first guy we'll talk about is Anthony Davis. To me, Davis is a solid – see, like, here, here's why I ha- I struggle with Anthony Davis because he's one of those guys that can consistently put up 50 fantasy points, which at his price makes him a solid cash game play. The problem is you always got to worry about whether he's going to go out with some, you know, injury because of a screen or something. You know, <laughs> there's, been, there's been a lot of situations this year where he's been pulled out of a game for something like that. So for me, you know, again, if I'm going to pick one of these guys up at the 10K range, I still have more trust in Russ than I do in any of these other guys at the other positions. But there are a couple expensive power forward options who I think are – in pretty good spots and can get you good value for cash and and gpp so as much as i like anthony davis and people are going to ask what we think about him he's not really somebody that i have or i feel like i'm going to have on a lot of my rosters on wednesday um couple of the guys who i am looking at though who i think are are in better spots you know you got chris bosh who's been playing great lately uh especially if hassan whiteside is out if whiteside's out You get those extra rebounds from Bosh. I mean, he's double-doubled in four of his last seven games. He's scoring 20-plus points in, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven of his last eight games. He's had, or actually, eight of his last nine games. He's had 20 or more uh, real-life points, you know, put up 40, 50 fantasy points in six of his last eight games, so... This is a guy that's been giving you some really good value. His price is starting to come up a little bit. He was right around 7K. Now he's up to about 75. But I still think that he can give you a good return. Another guy that I and I was going to say one other guy who I like a lot up at that same price range is Thad Young. Now Thad Young has always been one of the few guys on Brooklyn who's been able to pick up his game a little bit when they've needed him to. And without Jarrett Jack, they they need him to do that. He put up 50 fantasy points last night, 23 and 15. So those are two of the guys up at the top end that I really like.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there as well. I was just going to mention Thad Young, and you just plucked it out of my mouth. Oh, sorry. And said, <laughs> um, let me talk about Thad Young first. I was like, fine. Hmm. You want to be like that? Be like that, Betty. All right? You know, right?
2: Like, <laughs> uh, we're supposed to be. Well, hey, you know what? That's good here because, I mean, if we're both on him and we both think that he's a, a really good play, that only makes my opinion of him stronger. So that makes him a solid cash game play as well as the guy that I think is GPP upside now.
1: Yeah, you know what? I'm I'm with you there as well. Now, so one guy I want to talk about here, who um, runs streaking in spots, and I think can actually sort of abuse this matchup if they play it the way they, they I think they might play it, is Serge Ibaka here. So you need, what you need to do is pay attention to to what Memphis does on the other end of the floor here, because if Memphis keeps Jeff Green as the stretch four against Serge Ibaka, Serge Ibaka is gonna have a have a monster game. Yeah, I think he's he's he'll be in line for two. Uh, be in a very good spot in the in, in this matchup. So I'm going to be ta- paying attention to what happens here. If they do what makes more sense and they put Zebo in the lineup against uh, Serge Ibaka, then I'd be less interested there as well. But in a plus matchup, um, in the in the Sacramento Kings, you know, who you know give give up get out fancy fancy points like they're handing out candy on, on Halloween, we've got 25 points, seven rebounds, and five blocks with three trades. I know you love that from the from the stretch four. Um, and that position, so he put up 47 fantasy points and returns seven and a half times the value. If you see Serge Ibaka, um, you know, uh, end uh, in the lineup uh, as well as he should be, and he's got Jeff Green defense at the stretch four. I think it's going to be a great spot for you to take advantage of the low 6K range there on DraftKings. So uh, if it's you know the reverse, then you can reverse your your stance uh, on that play. Another guy I want to sort of take a look at here is um, Kenneth Farid. It's been a little bit under. Um, underperforming here in these last couple of contests uh, as well, but, you know, hit the double-double bonus, or or at least should have at least three out of the fast paths f- should have hit it, like, basically five times in a row he's like one board or, or one bucket from five straight double-doubles uh, overall there as well and if you take a look at, you know, if anytime I have a chance to take advantage of of old man Garnett in the lineup uh, getting some extra minutes there or Gorgie Jang to me, who is a, you know an uh, undervalued commodity at the uh, or, or sorry i'm saying overvalued commodity as in terms of rebounding uh there i, I think that's that's a potential good spot to take advantage there as well so not not the most popular play there as well but you know if you if you feel like you want to go a little bit safer here in the low 6k range i'm i'm good actually with kenneth reed against uh the the minnesota timberwolves so there's a couple swerves uh for you there any other cheapies or other guys that we need to mention at the power forward position before we move forward
2: Yeah, there's actually a couple other guys I have on my list. Um, LaMarcus Aldridge lately has been playing really well, putting up uh, 35 to 40 fantasy points in his last three games. So he's someone I think is interesting. Uh, Cody Zeller as a cheapie at around $5,000. I mean, that's not cheap, cheap, cheap. But, I mean, as far as the power forward spot goes, you know, he's going 25 to 30 fantasy points. You got not only is, is Al Jefferson out, but they're also without Spencer Hawes. Which I don't think people really realize is is a big deal because it bumps him up a couple extra minutes. So instead of 25 to 28 minutes, he's playing like 28 to 35 minutes. And those extra couple minutes for a guy that that's you know that's cheap and that plays a position where he can rack up points and rebounds, you know that adds up pretty quickly. And then the last guy I want to mention um, to go on what you were saying about Ibaka before, in three of the last five games, Zach Randolph has played over 30 minutes. In every game that he's played over 30 minutes, he's gone at least five times value, with the last game being a 55 point effort where he went for 26 and 18 for nine times value. Where do you stand on. Because I really don't know how to play this. I mean, I know that we've seen Memphis go with that, you know, I guess for lack of a better way to describe it, like the Golden State style with the, you know, small yep. forward playing the four and all that. Right. But. You know, if zebo's going to put up these kind of numbers, don't you think they got to find room in the lineup again for him? And I know that he was hurt a little bit earlier in the year, which kind of forced them to go to this four-wide set kind of deal. Uh-huh. But, I mean, last year they were one of the best teams in the league, and they were one of the best teams in this league because of, you know, these guys, you know, him and, and Gasol playing together. So I don't really know how, how this is going to work out. Is this going to be... You know, is Randolph going to be the guy coming off the bench and getting 20 minutes still for the rest of the season? Or do you think he's going to get back to being the starter alongside Gasol and, you know, putting up numbers like this, 35? Because, I mean, he had a huge year last year. He was basically a double-double machine every day. So, I, I don't, I mean, at 6K, he he's very interesting to me. And I'm not really sure which way I want to go with this game.
1: Yeah, you know what, for me, I think it's, we might see this be a, a situation too where they just play the matchups. Uh, overall, then you're gonna you're just gonna be a little bit frustrating, uh, you know, with uh, checking in here and there. Uh, as far as uh, you know, players that are that are uh, going to be in the in the starting lineup, like Jeff Green at the floor or 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 zebo So I, I want to take advantage of whenever he gets active in the starting lineup. So I'm I'm sort of gonna go case by case basis. um in in spot there as well. I've been been pretty disappointed because I've been backing Jeff Green pretty hard. Uh, for for this to be the opportunity for him to you know play some extra minutes uh take advantage of mismatches on the offensive end. he's been letting me let down fairly consistently it's fairly consistently so i i have an issue um with that over there so but having said that i'm any i'm fine with anybody who wants to get zebo in the lineup provided they activate him in the, as a starter over jeff green if they don't activate him activate him as a starter i think i'm a little bit more concerned uh overall so um that's the way I'm going to play that. Any other power forward options that we need to talk about before we move forward?
2: No, I think uh, you know that's pretty much my list. There, most of the guys I'm looking at.
1: Okay, yeah, I, I, I'm going to uh, agree with you there overall. So it, it, even though it's a deep slate there, I just you know there's it's very tough to um, recommend too many other guys out, out outside the box here because power forward is the one of the few positions here where I think that you have. Value up top with, you know, um, Draymond Green and you have value. Uh, I'm sorry. Did I say Draymond Green? I meant Anthony Davis. I was looking at the the Tuesday slate. And then, you know, uh, Chris Bosh, if he gets, uh, you know, Porzingis like he might uh, and LaMarcus Aldridge, all those are great options. But then, you know, I feel less excited about, um, you know, some of the other guys that we've sort of been uh, going to as potential value options like we liked lure for a while he's not the same cody nope. zeller i think is still going to be interesting against phoenix um you know h- held his own um almost five times value against golden state which was looking like a pretty bad line overall and then sort of disappointed against okc but okc is is tough defensively then before that he's been sitting in like the six six x range in terms of fancy value so that's going to be my my sort of swerve i've been playing cody zeller as my like um second pe- forward option yeah fairly consistently Mm-hmm. Um, there and it's been uh, returning value at least for cash games uh, yep. as well so uh before we move on to the center position Want to let you know that if you need a website, we've got the one for you here at Wix.com. No matter what business you are in, Wix has something for you. Used by more than 70 million people worldwide, Wix makes it easy to get your website live today. You don't need to get you need to get the word out about your business, and it all starts with a stunning website. So, with hundreds of designer-made, customizable templates to choose from, drag-and-drop editor, and even video backgrounds, there's no coding needed. You don't need to be a programmer or a designer to create something beautiful. You can do it yourself with Wix.com. Wix empowers business owners to create their own professional websites every day so when you're running your own business you're bound to be busy too busy to worry about your budget scheduling appointments or building a website for your own business and because you're too busy it has to be easy and that's where wix.com comes in with wix.com it's easy so go to wix.com to create your own website today the results will be stunning all right it is time to put a bow on the show here at the center position with your top options So, so talk about what you got for us here um at the center position
0: Yeah,
2: there's actually a lot of guys and a lot of ways that we can go. Um, DeAndre Jordan with no Blake Griffin going up against Portland. Uh who's a team that doesn't really have any good big guys. It's interesting to me. Um, I would like Drummond against Boston, but I just think he's too expensive right now. He hasn't been returning value all that much lately. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns, I'm not really sure how to go with this guy because... I'm you in know, today.
1: I'm in today. Or I mean, or that, play.
2: It, yeah, it should be a good matchup for him against Denver, but I just have some pause because he's, he's underperformed the last couple games, and I don't know what's going on with the minutes over there. You know, Gorgie Dang had the big game yesterday against Philly in a good matchup that should have been a good game for Towns. So, I don't know. I mean... You know, you got Vucevic going up against Indiana. Indiana's been a matchup that we've been targeting all year. Vucevic has been playing really well lately, so I think that's a good matchup for him. Um, and then you got some guys at the at the bottom end, too. Oh, you know, one more guy, like, in the mid-range who I really, really like. New Orleans has struggled against centers all year, and Zaza Pachulia has been playing very well lately. He's been a consistent—I mean, here's his game log, the last five. 32 fantasy points, 33.5, 33, 33, 33. Mm
0: 33.8. So
2: you're basically getting a really solid 30 to 33 points out of him. So if his price is still down in that mid-6K range, I think he's solid for cash. I don't think he's going to give you a lot of upside, but cash-wise, I think he's real solid. And then there's two guys that are kind of cheap that I've been eyeing, and I wanted to get your opinion on them because I feel like I'm a little bit crazy but if you look at the numbers that they've been putting up lately, you know maybe I'm not as crazy as I think I am. But those two guys are Cole Aldridge of the L.A. Clippers and Robin Lopez of the New York Knicks.
1: Yeah, you know what? I, I'm first of all, you are crazy. Okay, so there's no question about that. That's just like generally speaking. Um, second of all, Cole Aldridge is is a nice play. Has been getting some extra run um, there. Uh, overall, and was at minimum salary. Now, if they start elevating this price higher than it's, then it's gonna, have yeah. Been at the, you know above well, like if they get him to the 4K range, it's gonna be a different story for me. But in mm-hmm. limited minutes, he's been definitely returning some some nice quick value there as so well. Remember, he was like a DFS superstar for the New York Knicks, yeah. Um, last season there as well. So he is he knows how to, to make quick work of guys. Same situation here with Robin Lopez. It's more, probably more GPP than cash because some of the game logs are uneven. But two of those last three contents were eight and nine point eight uh times fancy value there so i'm i'm back in uh the mix with him uh as well and you know somebody else that i i want to uh like uh quickly highlight that we've uh that's been a, a little bit you know under the radar um you know here and there um who, who is the guy that i had were we talking about Lavoie Allen here? um Oh, overall, in the last couple of games, you know what? Yeah, Lavoy Allen. The minutes of um, the production has sort of fallen. He was he was good for the for a little bits, but I don't think I can recommend him anymore. But for up top, I'm I'm with you on DeAndre Jordan. Um, we know portland's a mess um with, with their front line they don't know who they w- even want to start and they never they never start the best options there i like vooch um, um as well and zaza is a, is a great call the, the, the new orleans pelicans is my um, my target play whenever because they have the worst D, uh, dvp uh-huh. to the center position there as well and zaza's been an absolute cash monster
2: yeah uh, now could you use him in a tournament or like for me i i feel like i love him in cash because he's given me that consistent 30 to 35 uh-huh. but i mean we haven't really seen upside at him in like a while like if you look at his game log he hasn't gone 6x in a while you know what that,
1: that's like depends because like your, your best scoring options that you have for for ceiling are are brooke lopez so like if i'm going to square score from that and, and i can afford the 7500 that he's that he's costing overall then i'm fine with that uh uh overall but if you get into a spot where you paid up for lebron or westbrook and you can't afford um the you know the, the cost of the set of the position that you want to use with like a guy like vooch or a guy like um brooke lopez then i think you're still okay because you're gonna you you can you know take stock in the six and a half x that he's been paying off pretty consistently yeah. and it is mean, sacramento kings yeah. so
2: he's he's not gonna hurt you that's the best part about it is he's not gonna hurt you he might not be the guy that gets you that added value that makes you win a tournament but he's definitely not going to be the reason why you lose one either
1: Right, so I'm I'm fine playing it safe, um, in in some of those spots, and you know, taking a uh, advantage of uh, that opportunity th- there as well. I think the guy that I was looking for here uh, was yeah, Stephen Adams is the guy I was. I thought it was going to be Lavoy Allen, but no, Stephen Adams was the, the cheapie that I was searching for. Fifteen and ten in thirty one minutes, um, has been getting the better side of the minutes between Enis um, uh, Kanter and uh, himself at the, center, at the center position there as well. Eight, point, uh, eight times value, 6.7, then 4.8, and 5.3 in, in, the, in the last four contests there overall. And they're going to need him to play a, um, a fair amount of minutes if they end up playing Zebo or even if they, he just matches up against um, Gasol. And um, Mar- Marc like I said, overall, is not one of the best rebounders in the NBA at the center position for all his greatness. So uh, Stephen Adams, if you want to go super cheap here, um down you know in a little bit above uh cole aldridge but it has it's going to get double the minutes uh, for, from a guy like cole aldridge that, uh, that you were talking about and so, sort of in that range with with robin lopez there as well i think i would rather roll stephen adams against marcus soul as weird as that sounds over robin lopez and uh their center position unless the sun Whiteside misses again then maybe robin lopez makes a little bit more sense Mm-hmm. all right that's gonna do it for today's show don't forget you can check out the order wire defense podcast on itunes and stitcher for your download and convenience be sure to give us a rating and review don't forget to subscribe you can always check out benny on twitter at bennyr r11 and you can check me out on twitter at josh hayes thanks for listening everybody we'll see you next time <laughs>